0: Thought Bubble Audio. Welcome, welcome back to Supergirl TV Talk. This is the podcast where we talk to you about the CW's hit show, Supergirl. My name is Frank, and back with me this week is my friend and co-host and new father,
1: Tim. It's me. I'm back. I'm changed from the inside, probably, Mm. Um, genetically. It's a wonderful thing, Frank, being a father. Prepared. Be prepared for me to say many things like as a father, yes. this is
0: how I viewed this yes. episode. I, I just Even figured you'd like
1: nothing to do with parenthood. Oh, of course
0: whatsoever. not. So ever. No, no. Uh, no. I just figured you'd start calling me son or something, you know, just like be very condescending and like, you know, I don't know. Just, <sighs> just, uh, well, the son doesn't have to be condescending. I could
1: take the Jonathan Kent Smallville approach and just be like, well, son, yeah, something, something wisdom, wisdom, something. I'm Jonathan Kent, probably. There you go. Very, yeah, I'd, I I'd be very like happy that. with that. Yeah, I could do that. Well, it's good to have um, you back. Um It's good to be back. I it's been a, it's been a whirlwind of a week. It barely felt like I wasn't here, but Brent did a great job. I listened to the episode. Um his mailbag opening was particularly enjoyable. <laughs> he really he I really committed. Say. I got to give him credit. He committed. Yeah. He well, I mean, mailbags sound different to everybody so it makes sense you know that listen you don't get the co-host the show if you're not committed to the mailbag that's and
0: just that's it you know that's what makes your your shoes up. are very very hard to fill so um yeah but mostly i am
1: because they're made of
0: mostly because they're made of
1: um something strange you, sackcloth sure yeah 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 <laughs> So Listen, I'm a new father. These jokes—they're not going to be my <laughs> top material. <laughs> but eventually, the dad jokes my brain.
0: Eventually, the dad jokes will start flying. And and yeah, I, that's be really wild. because I was good with the dad
1: jokes before. Wouldn't it be wild if I just stopped making dad jokes. Oh, if you got bad at it, if I just got or I just stopped completely. I'm like, I I peaked. I achieved what I needed to. You know, like kids who like drink in high school, then they turn 18. They're like, don't need to drink anymore. Or turn twenty one, they're like it's legal now. Don't care. Stop drinking. Hmm. Hmm. You know what if it's like that? That
0: would be a truly wild turn of events. It huh. would be a wild
1: turn, but not today, Frank. Probably. Um, let's actually get that mailbag open for you. I'm uh, I'm excited to haul this off the show. <laughs> Here you go. Here's some
0: mail. Oh, thank you. Oh, look at this. Oh, looks like somebody wrote to us at mailed supergirltvtalk.com. And this one comes from Ernest. Ernest says, hello, I've been a fan of the pod since season three. Uh, and have have caught up on most of the past episodes. Been slow to email because I'm often busy thinking about the episodes and don't always have my thoughts together. But the blind spots episode floored me. One major thing is that the host harped on. Uh, one thing, one major thing the ho- host harped on was that Kara, etc., uh, should have been better at seeing and responding to Kelly. As a person that does justice work, political advocacy, criminal justice, voting rights, and as a black man in America, I can say that the people that least see when I am struggling are often my allies, because they are so focused on the problems that they miss the problem in front of them. Uh, And he's uh, he's they're so focused on the capital P problems that they miss the small p problem in front of them, and it's exhausting. Uh, because the learned lessons have to be retaught because it's not native for them. They mean well, but they don't hear how all of these things are connected. The final piece is that I do not think the show should explore uh, Kelly's internal struggle struggle without uh, Ozzy and other black or person of color voices in the room writing and developing how she wrestles with the complex and very personal struggle that she faces as a black lesbian woman advocate And superhero. Thank you for reading and doing good work, Ernest. Thank you. This was a very, very thoughtful um, and personal email. So thank you for 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 sharing that because I was really hoping to um, to get some some perspectives um, from people who are closer to this than frankly uh, myself or or Brent or or you, Tim. And so it just it means a lot, um, Ernest, that you took the time to to write that um, to us. So thank you. I know you say you've been listening for a while, and um, you've never written before. So thank you for taking the time to write now.
1: Well, I actually I really I really like this email one because it's 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 well written, and I always respond to good grammar. You know that. Um, but I really enjoy this because um, because it actually legitimizes a. The episode in a way that um, in a way that people might have missed, right? Um, because it felt obvious, you know, to you that like that you know that Kara should have seen the struggle. Um, but I thought it was actually like certainly within Kara's behavior to kind of miss the. She's always she's very big picture, and misses the the smaller. She always misses the smaller detail, and you know, or what seems a smaller detail to her. And I think that's the important part is that it seems smaller. Um, and and what uh, what Ernest is writing here really like connects with. Exactly what was happening? Like, see, like, see me. Hello, like none of you. And it's not just Kara here; it's all of them. Um, and so, and they all in that episode go through this thing. Like Sean talks about, you know, choosing the skin of a, like being a black man, how that makes him feel more alien than being an alien, and you know, and stuff like that. But but I agree with Ernest that they shouldn't explore it without more um, voices in the room um, mm-hmm. because. There's going to be some there's going to be some alternating perspectives in that, so it doesn't end up feeling like something that gets like, oh okay, and you know we covered that episode that one time. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah, we solved racism. We
0: talked about it. Like yeah,
1: yeah. yep, exactly. Because then it sounds like an after school special, which I thought yes. that some of the episode did come across as uh, that past week, where it just not necessarily in its content, but in the in its delivery, it mm. it um and but i also know but sometimes the after school special style is the most direct style and i and i think that there is actually a um, there's a real benefit to instead of like, oh, they're being really subtle about it. It's like it's supposed to be racism, but it's actually alien or something like this. Or it's like, nope, this is the problem. And part of the problem that, or part of the reason that we're still struggling with this issue in the first place is because we're not being so direct about it. So here's the direct approach. And so I, that's actually really commendable. Um, and so I'm so glad that Ernest wrote in. That just made that just made that this episode for me.
0: That yeah same same i i really appreciate that I, I appreciate um him sharing like the you know so the way that supergirl and uh alex and 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 you know virtually everyone did did what ernest is describing here it's, they're so focused on the big picture problems that they miss the the immediate problem right in front of them they um you know in his in his case um, that saying that the people he struggles with that struggle with it the most are his allies um because they're so focused on the the work that they're doing the advocacy work that they're doing um that they don't see the person um who they work with who's right in front of them so um and and the exhaustion of having to teach and reteach those lessons like kelly had to do you know teaching everyone trying at every turn to be like, it's not just about getting things back the way they were. And then, and, and then having to say that to everyone over and over again, at the end of the episode, you know, breaking down and, and teaching that lesson yet again. Um, it just gives me, it gives me a lot of appreciation for how much input she had in writing that episode. Um, and, and bringing that real life, um, experience to the writing of the episode. And, uh, uh yeah, I, I agree that I, to continue examining that struggle without having her voice or at least other black and people of color in the in the um, writer's room to guide it, if not to outright you know, actually write it. Uh, imagine that uh, it, that's essential to actually doing it to doing it justice. Yeah, yeah. it is Indeed. Oh, Frank, that was a good selection from the mailbag this week. Yes, thank you, Ernest. Thank you, you know? everyone who writes to us at mail at SupergirlTVTalk.com. And, um, yeah, keep it up, please. And let's move on to the uh, the vital stats for this episode, Tim.
1: Yeah. Also, Ernest, great work. Sorry, the, the, the you know Truth. political advocacy, criminal justice, voting rights. What an excellent, excellent line of work. But also, I love when... Actual work for justice, like coincides with being a superhero fan. Yes. That just really, that just really gets me going. And I love that. But anyway, uh, let's talk about vital stats here. It's episode 13 of season six, the final season. Um, Episode titled The Gauntlet, written by Dana Horgan, or story by Dana Horgan, teleplay by Jay Faber and Brooke Pole, directed by Tanya McKiernan. Uh, this episode was it was an episode that 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 we had. Um, we're kind of gone we're backsliding a little bit. I
0: think. Um, um, it. it, it I, yeah, what, I mean, compared to last yeah. week's episode, it's it's hard to sort of to follow that up, right? I think that. Um,
1: they're just trying real hard to wrap up the show. Yeah. Like, and I, and I actually, there's a part of the way that they're doing it that I actually kind of like, and we'll get into that as we go into the episode, but let's start about that was a good bit. I love that the witch on Krypton said Krypton instead of Krypton. That made me really happy. It felt like a weird Easter egg to Marlon Brando. Totally. Even though I don't think that it was,
0: but she was still like, I'm not saying the O, it's Krypton. That the planet I, krypton i enjoyed that i enjoyed that very much um i uh, really lots of things about her were, were great but i guess we'll 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 talk more about her as <laughs> as we keep going um, i loved that uh when when um beatrice lar uh is is sort of giving us the exposition on on what happened with her experiment and losing her funding and all that she goes this was all frank's fault um, and I guess that was her partner it felt like a little, a little call out. I, I yeah. felt like, I felt like I was watching, uh, the birth of a gif that is going to haunt me for the rest of my life. Uh, but, uh, uh yes. it is I, now. Yeah, I know. I probably
1: did it. Didn't, it
0: didn't click in my brain, but now you don't have a choice. I it's know. I know. Be yeah. There. yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll put a I'll put a screen, a uh, screen cap in the, uh, in the show notes for anyone who wants to, wants to see that. Um, yeah, Perfect. Um, I thought that
1: we've talked about magic and Krypton before this is not new to the show necessarily, but I like that they're connecting magic and Krypton with Lena's sudden magical prowess, so it feels less isolated like it doesn't feel like um it, it not out of nowhere necessarily, but at least they're like reminding everybody that like magic was a thing before this moment, yes. so even though like fifth dimensional imps and magic and blah, blah, blah. But I like that conversation that she had with Kara to be for it to be like, it's still all the same thing. Mm-hmm. Don't worry everybody. It actually is working more in tandem than you think it is. Um, yeah, that's so true. I enjoyed that. I, I, I yeah, like because, that because the, because the witches were, um, sorry, uh, Oh my gosh. Shoot. Um, wow. I'm totally blank. Season What's four the, rain. Uh, yes rain thank you that was uh, that was couldn't remember her name because that was all magic that was all kryptonian magic and stuff so like it's it's a thing like Mm -hmm. it's okay um so anyway i that was uh, that worked for me
0: i said season four i think i'm in season three um yeah yes um yeah i mean because magic being a weakness of kryptonians has been a thing for a long time um so it sort of it all it all connects it all fits uh and i i kind of liked it that uh, from the perspective of lean that same conversation you just talked about but with lena sort of looking for any explanation aside from magic because she's like grasping at straws for it not to be magic because she really wants desperately for it to be science and not magic to be the explanation for things Mm -hmm. um was sort of sort of humorous to me in in a way so it was a good bit in that sense too she's like but you mean science like no it's just magic but it has a scientific explanation, right. probably.
1: Please, please, yeah. like no, 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 no. Take your new crimped hair and just own <laughs> up to the fact that it's magic. Which, by the way, it looked really nice. It did. Um, yes. it was very witchy hair. It was. Yes. <laughs> I think that's probably what they were going yeah. with. Um, I like that Brainy was green through a good chunk of this episode for really no reason, just kind of reminding people that he's green. Yeah, and I, I very much enjoyed that. Yeah. I like maybe it was all for the joke, or, like which we'll get to in brainy quote of the week. But either way, it was nice to see. It's nice to see original forms. Like as much as it's nice to see Jean in costume, yes, and everything. Like I just cool when they all look like they're they look like they're on the page. Yeah. Um. So and I
0: know it's a pain in the butt to put all that green makeup on, but I appreciated it in that moment. It is. I'm sure it is a pain in the butt. It's not easy being green. Um. Well, we we um we got a flashback to the pilot. We did. That we was a fun treat. New, it, it was a flashback
1: and with new scenes. Yes. Which Was a very fun treat. Um, which I we talk about in Storytime Village because yes. it has significant importance. But it was yes. fun. Remind me how cool that plane sequence actually is because it's still one of the best sh- like sequences the show's done. Yeah. Like, hands totally. Down. Back when we had the oh, CBS so, money.
0: Back when we had that yeah, CBS, CBS money.
1: money. Mm, yep. 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 Um, well, don't forget CBS money. Yes. But also CBS money gave you that really terrible looking red tornado. So True. Wasn't all, it wasn't all great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <sighs> anyway, um, I liked Brainy being possessed by Vita in that moment. I thought that he like I love his like witchiness. Um It
0: was very fun. Fantastic. Mm hmm very fun hilarious like oh all, all of it so so fun uh there's the, so much sass that accent he was doing mm, loved mm-hmm. it all loved it all um when we're at the uh the the museum the museum coffee shop uh the dra- the dragons attack uh i mean that whole sequence was it was just like comedy of errors type of type of stuff but it just supergirl's bewilderment the whole time the whole like what what happened here and everyone around her just acting like you know having having too much courage and and her not understanding it this, Oh, so so freaking funny it was very fun
1: actually i just those were my last two um of the moment where alex saying like another dragon sweet <laughs> like and i just loved jean saying what he felt because oh. that is just so delightful. It's like I'm just so proud of the strong women yes. that you've become, and i was just like you go and you're like I just like that. It's all in his brain, but he doesn't have the courage to say it because he's like a alien's alien. You know, he's a Martians Martian or something. You know. Like, yes. Know yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, but the I just that was. Uh, that was just lovely oh yeah it was nice to see david Harewood smile like if that you know like to to feel like the weight of the world wasn't on his shoulders like that's actually what i think i enjoyed about that a lot because when we spoke to him a number of years ago now like he was delightful Hmm. he was a very nice man um and not that he's not nice on the show but like he's much more jovial in person that's right um you know, and then his then Jean is, and so it was kind of fun to really just see him be smiley uh that, totally. was, that was very fun for me,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely um it, it was great to see he's usually so you know so serious and so intense uh it was so fun to see him just let loose and be silly and like, all right, I'm gonna go get a coffee like just the 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 yeah. total <laughs> uh, yeah uh total reversal total one eighty for him um. Uh, and then, um, let me see. Oh, so suddenly Mitch is like wise and he's giving wise advice. Like, oh, killing the thing you hate is easier than killing the thing you love. Like, when did you get wise all of a sudden? You were like a twerp a couple episodes prison. ago. Prison. Yeah, prison. it makes it hardens you. Yeah, I guess that's yeah, true. Yeah, I got wise in prison. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and then finally, uh, Vita, when she becomes a hologram again, uh, and she's talking to... Um, uh, talking to Lena, uh, she goes like, "Oh, back to this then?" <laughs> like, because she was yeah. she loved being in a body, and now just a hologram again. She's like, "Oh, damn it!"
1: Yeah, sorry. I just now it's like, is the hologram
0: consciousness or
1: like this? Like, you know, I, I have questions. Like, yeah, I have questions, but it's magic, Crotonia it's totally magic, right? Okay, it's right. fine. It's whatever. You know, it's for the joke. Don't care anymore. Sure, the last season, just it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> um, Professor... Arrowverse corner I like that I like that cross off yes yeah, this is, that was all You not Professor, Professor Arrowverse corner
0: Yeah Vita is Corners. Vita is actually one of the witches that brought rain to Earth that you mentioned earlier she is one of the same and it's The same actor and everything It's a
1: nice... You know what? The thing is, is I feel like a terrible podcast host and fan in that I didn't remember her. And I was like, oh, yeah, there were witches and rain not connecting that she was actually one of those witches. Um, I'm going to blame being a new dad. Yeah. Dad brain. Um, As a father. I forgot. As a father. (laughs) I forgot
0: i didn't do the thing i was
1: supposed to do (laughs) to be to be
0: fair uh not as a father i did not remember this on my own but uh as i was looking through the uh wiki pages as i often do uh when i'm preparing for an episode i uh, happened to to, um spot that and it's, it's they got the same actor to come back um and and play play her again so that was really cool um Yes, Vita is a dark priestess and former member of the Children of Juru. She joins Selina and Ayala to resurrect Rain and terraform Earth into New Krypton. However, they were defeated by Supergirl and her team. Vita and the Coven were arrested and taken back to Argo City by Allura zor to face justice for their crimes. Yeah, they were. All right. I have a that was why was that a decision this
1: week? It's not a huge deal, and I understood why they did it, but I have to lay it out there. The story of David and Goliath Mm. from the book of Samuel, Mm -hmm. first Samuel in the Bible. David does not use a slingshot against Goliath. He uses a sling, Mm. which is an entirely different weapon than a slingshot. A slingshot is what we see on the show is a Y shaped branch that Dennis the Menace uses to you know to terrorize his neighbor. Like a sling is a is a piece of leather cord with a pocket that you stick like a rock in and swing around your head and let go of one of the pieces of swing. So instead of like a little rock, like flinging on little branches and, or like, you know, and like ow, someone hitting you in the head, the sling lets go of the rock at like 80 miles an hour, sometimes more and can go straight through your skull, mm. which is actually the story of David and Goliath. So it like, do 30 seconds of research on Wikipedia before deciding what... Like, the Totem of Courage could have been anything. Like, if you're picking some thing throughout history that you need to split in two, it literally could have been anything. But they chose the thing that's like a wishbone. That they just, like, split down the middle, and it's not even close to historically accurate. And it just bugged the crap out of me. uh, Because a slingshot is just it just feels so lame i think like the you know like the story of david and goliath i get the symbolism of the picking david and goliath right it's sure. the little guy against the big guy you have no hope of winning guess what you you do win and you you trick them into you know you know, and blah 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 is barely any battle, so on and so forth. I I get that. There are other stories, I think, or other ways of doing that. Or you could have just had a real sling and split the split the sling instead. But instead, now you all have to hold this giant sling that definitely was bigger than the hand, well, what a hands of a twelve year old could handle, right? Um, in the first place, the world's largest slingshot.
0: Anyway, <laughs> <that really worked laughs> me. it's true
1: too. Yeah yeah really bugged me backstory i have a degree in biblical studies yes, or right. religious studies i should say it's more than one religions religious studies so it's like i historically inaccuracy mm-hmm. i don't care if this is a show about aliens and flying
0: it's just be slightly accurate just do just do a little um, a minute of research
1: yeah just like yeah.
0: slingshot sling just i, I feel like it's one of those me. things that it is ingrained in sort of the culture in the zeitgeist that like oh yes david killed goliath with a slingshot uh uh, Adam and Eve ate an apple in in the garden. Doesn't say apple, just as a fruit. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, but but it becomes There's an no apple in that part
1: of the world, right? But yeah.
0: but, but it but. becomes just through you know legend or whatever. It becomes an apple, and everyone just calls it an apple, and it's always depicted as an apple in paintings. But like, right. that's just so you a teach depiction. It apple to kids because
1: kids know what an apple is. It's one of the first fruits that they know, and that's why and it so was. You don't go in,
0: that's why it was used in you know, medieval uh, art because that's what and, and, peasants and, and, could understand. Right. So here is an apple; it's a fruit. It's, it doesn't matter what kind of fruit; it's a fruit. Right. And then Eve ate a papaya. Like right. You know, it
1: doesn't doesn't roll in you know 11, 1160 England. Sure. So sure. It's Whatever. just one of those it doesn't things matter.
0: that matter. It's fine. It's one of those things that gets yeah. turned into you know we we all say slingshot. People say slingshot. I would have said slingshot, but but you're right. It's a sling, not a slingshot. Um, And there there is a difference. Slings are cooler. Slings are deadly. Slingshots you buy at the dollar store for your five-year-old. There is an article about slings in the Wikipedia article for sling is in the show notes for those who are curious to learn more. Cool. If you want to know more about that, but actually
1: something really cool. I'll see if I can find it and send it to Frank. There was remember the history channel had like. Deadly, World's deadliest warrior, or deadliest warrior, or something. Do you remember that show? Mm, I can't yeah. remember exactly what it was called, but it was like they would pit like a Roman centurion against like member of Hell's Angels or whatever, okay. and you're like, like who would win? And they like do physics and ballistics tests on the type of weapons uh, they would use and how they'd work and blah blah blah. And so they had, you know, like. David versus a samurai or something like that, you know, like whatever, whatever it is. Um, And so you, they actually talk about the sling, And how it works and they set up like a a rock or like a pellet inside an air cannon that releases into a fake skull at the speed and pressure that a rock would come out of a sling so you can see what it would do to a skull Mm. if actually fired out of a sling effectively Um, it's really cool I'll see if I can find it we can stick that in the
0: show notes that sounds neat yeah if there's a YouTube clip of that I would love to see that Um, yeah cool 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 that's yeah that's super interesting um okay so yeah well why was that a decision do you do your research on uh on the sling okay sure. like i said i get i get the i get the story
1: I oh get sure even making like the slingshot because it's easy to pull apart and now they have two pieces and blah 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 yes. but you know what you could have broken a trident in half too like who, sure like, who cares like it could have been anything what moses's staff mm-hmm. you know like whatever does it doesn't, doesn't matter um so, brainy quote of the week. There are two of them. Maybe we have. Um, maybe we have a, a different opinion about which one's the best one. Who's Ooh. to say? Uh, Frank, what's the first one?
0: My my vote is. <laughs> what are these? His nipples. <laughs> Hilarious! Oh my gosh! Like, oh, the delivery! Oh, fantastic!
1: Yeah. Um, I thought it was the best one until. I thought the delivery on have I just spent all have I just spent all day guesstimating? <laughs> well, I thought that was because he was so appalled by guesstimation. I thought that was way, I thought that was way funnier. Maybe because it was a more of a a funny character moment instead. Like the the line "What are these? His nipples?" is funnier, no doubt. Yeah. But I think as a character moment. What have I been guesstimating all day? Oh hilarious! So good. I Love brainy, I'm so glad that he's on the show
0: oh yes, so so, so glad, yeah, uh, he's just a delight. he's just a delight, and uh yeah, Jesse Rath continues to to uh to make us laugh and cry, and uh he's just he's fan fantastic, fantastic, mm-hmm. you know, i was uh d- d- quick, quick tangent, uh my wife and I have been rewatching new girl, and um oh. We uh, came across an episode, a couple episodes, a, a, a short arc. And I was like, I recognized an actress and I couldn't figure out why. And I realized it's Megan Rath, who is Jesse Rath's sister. sister, who played the female version of, of Brainiac uh, Brain. right, a couple right, seasons right. back. Uh, and I was like, why do I recognize her? Like, aside from from having seen her on New Girl before, it's, it was that. So um, that's cool. That was fun to realize. That, real oh, fun. Okay, she was also a new girl. Fun. Very fun. Shall we? Shall we uh, head on down to Storytime Village? He's on down. He's on down the road to
1: Storytime Village. Yeah. All right. Let's start with the abuse and limits of power from within to and out. There really isn't a huge one here, but I thought Beatrice, Doctor Beatrice Lars, harnessing a lightning machine is a bad idea. What do you think? You are dark brown. Like get out of here. I know that. Like you know, that's not what we're supposed to or allowed to do. What do you, you think storm? you are, Doctor Frankenstein? Well? Yeah, right. Anyway, this is yeah, all Frank's fault. Out. Yeah, exactly. It is all Frank's fault. It was your idea, probably <sighs> crazy, crazy man. Um, but anyway, that was kind of the abuse of limits of power. Like, don't don't do that. That just just seems just, like a bad idea. Come and on, everybody else thought it was a bad idea too, except for you. Come on, Icarus.
0: Courage. Yes, exactly. Okay, exactly, wait a second. Uh, you said okay, courage. I was looking. I was like, is Beatrice Lar like? Uh, uh, you know, I always look for whenever there's a name of, of anybody, you know, real or Bert otherwise. Lar. Thank you. Yes. I'm always Bert like, is it is it Lahr. a DC Comics reference? Is it a Professor Comics Corner moment? But Bert Lar is the actor who played the Cowardly Lion in the Wizard of Oz, and because this whole episode yep. centers on courage, I can't help but wonder if Bert Lar, Beatrice Lar, Lar spelled the same way, can't help but wonder if that was maybe a, a, a wink and a nod. I think I think it is, and what I'm going to do I'm going to tweet at Jay right now. Okay, do it. Yeah, let's find out
1: while we're doing this, Um, because he teleplayed this episode, and I follow him on the Twitter. Let's
0: see and see. Yeah, I I would love for that to turn out to be the case because that was the thought I had. I'm glad you mind. I'm glad that you picked up on where I was going with that, Um, because uh, that would that really will make me make me laugh if uh, if it's true. Make me smile Um, because that's that's just a subtle enough reference. It could be a coincidence. Uh, it could absolutely be a coincidence before I turned on the closed captions and saw how they spelled lar. Um, I did wonder if there was a connection to Leslie lar from Superman and Lois. Um, oh, sure. but, uh, but it's, it's a different spelling. So, uh, then my mind went to Bert lar. And so, um, hopefully we'll find, Hey, maybe if, if he answers the tweet while we're recording, maybe we'll get an answer d- during the show. Uh, and if not, we'll follow up and, uh, and let folks know later. But that's a, uh, that is a fun, potential Easter egg, uh, depending on, uh, yeah, if that was intentional or not. Um, I, I also Um, like, uh, you know, looking, looking into, I mean, there's not much else in terms of the abuse and limits of power. You know, we didn't really get a, a, a whole, I mean, I guess Andrea and the way she like, um, was, was, you know, yelling at William for, for not, doing, um, covering the beat that he was supposed to cover in the way that she wanted, but it wasn't really abuse of power or anything like that. No, whatever. I mean, she was just telling him to do his job. Yeah. Oh, we have
1: a special guest visitor.
0: Uh-oh. Hello. Oh, Baby. it Baby's First Podcast. Baby's First Podcast. Oh. You seem happy. Are you happy? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Tim's daughter is joining us uh, for the podcast. She will be uh, sitting in in our third chair for the remainder of the episode. Now, I don't know if she has very much to say about it yet, but I'm sure that if she does, she she will speak her mind.
1: Do you have words? No, that's no words. No, maybe no later. Words. She's speechless. No words. You' speechless. Yeah, you're looking at that microphone. Yeah, I know you are. You can't see more than twelve inches in mm-hmm. front of your face, but you're looking at that microphone. It's like that mic doesn't look you like are. my dad. My dad's not, name is no, not Mike. Nope, it is not. Oh, the dog has made an appearance as well. It's a whole, <laughs> it's a family affair, and the cact and the cactus toy. Oh wow! I'm pretty sure the cat was in here before. Oh, so man. it's just a whole big. It's just a whole big affair. It's, it's a family
0: now. affair. Wow! This is
1: wild. No, it's so funny. I didn't even finish the tweet.
0: So <laughs> what an episode okay. this is turned into? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hey, we're keeping it real here. We keep it real here at Supergirl TV talk. Uh Tim Tim has uh Tim has responsibilities now. Uh, and those include uh holding his daughter and keeping her uh uh comforted as uh as Bert is spelled does. the
1: same Bert Lahr spelled the same way, right? It's B-U-R-T-L-A-H-A.
0: Yeah, I know Lars definitely
1: spelled the same way, yeah. Could you check to see if Bert is yeah, B.U. Sure or B.E.? Because I don't want to look like an idiot yeah. tweeting at them. Sure, you know sure, what I mean? sure, 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 uh, sure. Bert is B.E. See, this is why I asked. Yeah, there you go.
0: Bert Lar, Cowardly Lion. Uh, um, I will also put uh, his Wikipedia article in the show notes, because why the heck not? This week's episode of... Yeah, anyway, Frank,
1: tell me about the first... Uh, tell me, we already did the first... Uh, storytime village move on to the next one while i finish this tweet
0: yeah so um yeah there wasn't really much else for the abuse and limits of power but uh in terms of overcoming fear grief pain and anger this is really where most of the episode was Uh, i mean overcoming fear that's courage right and that's the courage totem was was all about that so we're really all about that this episode um interesting that everyone at the museum gets a little bit of courage from the totem um people all around um, you know including like William uh, getting getting uh, the courage to to do what he's going to do but um, but you know Kara has to conquer her fear uh, to gain control of of the totem and I kind of I was hoping we would see her you know resolve that and see her um, how she was going to uh, win the 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 past the past the gauntlet um, I was disappointed that they that they I, I, I appreciate her prioritizing and saying, "Look, I could just keep trying things and see what works." But the more I do that, I'm putting other people in danger. Um, so you know, Nixley wins this round. Um, but but I I do wonder, like maybe we can speculate as to as to what that would have been because true. So if true courage was um, all right, saving the plane and the pilot, like when she's talking to Lena, she's like, "Yeah, I." I I did like I thought I was pretty courageous.
1: Nope, no what courageous would have been, not running away. Yes, that's like it's I um like bless you. Yep, she um, agrees. Yeah, she agrees. Um, she she said she's so afraid of she was so afraid of being seen. She doesn't rescue that. She doesn't help that other person. Yes, and everything like that. But like she goes out. She already wears glasses and she goes and saves the plane without glasses and then goes out as Supergirl without glasses. Mm -hmm. And so the courageous thing in that moment, uh, the courageous thing in that moment would have been um, to just stay, go into the plane. Is anybody hurt? Are you all right? You know, that, that <laughs> moment, you know, um, he, Jay, Jay responded to me, hey! that was so fast.
0: Uh, he says, uh, sure is. Yay. That's, yay. I love it. Love that quick response. Um, all right. So confirmed Beatrice Lar is a reference to Bert Lahr who played the cowardly lion in the wizard of Oz. Uh, and I will, uh, I will link that Twitter thread in the show notes as well we are all about the show notes today folks um no kidding yeah lots of lots of show notes fodder this week um cool well uh so so yes we were saying yeah so yes i agree that's 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 what would have solved the um that's what would have solved the the issue how she would have uh past the the gauntlet. Um, But uh, interesting that we didn't see that happen. And I wonder if it's... I got to think that we didn't see it happen because as more of these totems get revealed, more of this, this same story the same moment will will be explored again and she'll she'll piece it together and 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 maybe that's how she'll get all the totems in the end get them back from nixley or something like that Mm -hmm. um i'm just speculating it isn't not a spoiler um but i've got to think that that's that's why we didn't see that come to fruition uh in this episode yeah i'm gonna say that's true. Or they're gonna do some some like
1: uh power you don't need the totems, the power's in you. Some Power
0: Rangers the movie thing. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the yeah. totems were the uh, friends you made along the way.
1: pretty much yeah. though actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean if you go back to Crisis on Infinite, Earth, yeah. it's actually the,
0: the totally, literally are the friends you made along the way. That's true.
1: Uh and then occasionally the the villain you you made along the way. Too, right, Yeah, so. true. Yeah.
0: Um yeah. yeah and then Nixley Nixley tries to kill her dad that doesn't do it um Nixley then has to try killing her brother that's when Mitch uh, spouts wisdom about harder to kill what you love and um but it, she didn't have to kill him she didn't have to go that far she just had to be have the courage to tell talk about her feelings and tell him how mm-hmm. destroyed she was when he betrayed her so, Right vulnerability and,
1: you know and you know that I like that the totem is like no, no killing. Like it has like yeah. the totem, this ambiguous object has like this weird like moral line. We're
0: like, no no no, it's not the killing. Which which like, is funny it's, considering it's, that it's David's slingshot. But Right. That's even funnier. <laughs> right. But okay.
1: Who um, imbued the who imbued the the slingshot with this power? It doesn't matter, it's fine. Um who sorcerer supreme? Yeah, probably. Um, so, twist. It's Lena's mom. Um, hey, ooh, that would be. So, what I actually? What I actually really found was fun was actually seeing the fifth dimension. Uh like that was a, like that's not something you see a lot. It turns out it looks a lot like a television set. Frank, who would have thunk? Who would have thunk it? Um, who would have thunk? I actually really liked the the filigree on all the walls. It was a. It was
0: nice. Yes, it was a very cool place. Uh I noticed that too. I loved that. Um mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um so, let's, let's see. The phone. So Lena needs to overcome her fear of harnessing the magic. Um and and you know, she tells Kara. Kara accepts accepts her, supports her.
1: Yeah, I you know, I just I like that because, you know, in I would say five, ten years ago, you would have seen like you can do this and you didn't tell me that's like, you know, that's, um, yeah. Uh, well, that's kind know, of what Lena know, did like, like, to her trail of trail of my trust and blah, 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 right. Exactly. But now they're at a place where like, hell yeah, you can do something cool. That's great. All right. If you need help, let me know. Right. Like, and, and, I just like the I just like that change. That's so different than what we're. That it shows the progression of their relationship. For that, it's like not a big deal. We're like, cool. You can do wear a cape. It's fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I just think that's that's that was a very nice moment. Even even how little it was, it was a nice moment. Yes.
0: Yes. Exactly. And I they do those small moments. Like small moments mean a lot on this show. And that's some of the best Absolutely. You know, character stuff is in those small moments where they were just eating takeout on the couch. And and oh, in, in, stuff.
1: Yeah. I is. don't know what takeout they were eating at the end of this episode, but I wanted it. Mm. Like I couldn't figure it out. I was like, is it French toast? Is it pancakes? Like is it are you eating pizza with a fork? What is happening? I don't know what that is, but I want it. Uh um, and the rest of the team, you know, they they also have some couragey things to go over, but we don't really spend time with them. So like Nia enters a deeper dream state, you know, but she's busy doing other stuff. So like we don't really see that. Um, Alex and Jean, you know, are doing their courageous thing, you know, like a couple of high schoolers. Um, uh, and then. I like that brainy guesstimations, we talked about that. Yes. William reflects on some stuff, which I thought was interesting because he's like the like he's got like this vulnerable side here. Um,
0: you know, where he's like, Oh yeah, I got shot. Yeah. Right. And he hasn't thought he's I've like stuffed repre- it down I've, I've, for all this time. I've been repressing that, haven't I?
1: Yeah. Sorry, that was not a good William impression. I've been repressing that, haven't I? Yeah, that's the stuff. <laughs> he, doesn't he, doesn't, he doesn't have a thick accent like this. and he, He's definitely not from New Zealand, I can tell you that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Dad brain. Was, that was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, yes. Rolled uh, it away. I didn't expect it
1: to. Yeah. Uh, uh, that'll happen. Wow wow um then you have that stuff with kelly and alex where she's like embracing this road forward and it felt a little too like quickly resolved from she's like you know i'm you know i like coffee or i like ice cream or you know like whatever that is and then it's just like okay cool yeah that's all right yeah i don't think it is fully resolved i just think it's a we don't want to ignore this Mo- we, I think it was a we don't want to ignore this the previous episode but we don't have time to address it again in this episode so guess yes. what we didn't forget so it's here and we'll come back to it at another time
0: and we're acknowledging that, it that we're not we're not breezing past it like entirely but we're going to acknowledge it but we're you know we're, sort of like we were saying earlier um, based on on our email from Ernest like if you're not going to address it correctly it's better to just sort of not not try and address it half half-heartedly. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was probably the best, the best course of action, uh, realistically totally. to do it the way they did it. Totally. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. And then, uh, the, you, we got Nixley and Kara. We do have Nixon and Kara. So we've talked a
1: lot this season about like major Harry Potter stuff. Remember there's like the, 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 the Phantom, the, um, the phantoms from the zone. They're like the dementors the yes. They're stealing hope and happiness and all this stuff. And now we have Horcruxes right with in with, with the, uh, with the totems. Yeah. Um, but, it, but it's this bond that Kara and Nixley have where they can sense each other's emotions, which is just like Voldemort and Harry. Uh, you're just going to say that Caribbean name in front what? of your daughter. Like, wow. Sorry. <laughs> the fear of a name increases thing of the fear itself. Uh, pretty sure Winston Churchill's like that. Oh, might have been FDR. Yeah. Oh, we were fight them on the beaches. Yes. They yes. He, I like that definitely one. not from New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. No, definitely not.
1: Um so I I like that they can, you know, like we sense each other's like emotions, you know, because it I think it helps link n- Nixley to the story if that tracks because like otherwise you could have like and she's doing a thing on her own we don't actually really have to follow it at all but knowing that she and Kara are kind of like like, Kara's whole thing is her heart right Yes, her emotions how she feels for people how she empathizes and so um, bless you Um, I don't know if you can hear her I can it's adorable yeah bless you you don't know what that means either mm-hmm. um so i i think that there's um there's g- like a, a battle of empathy versus apathy mm. um that wages between them with this bond like that's cool i hope that gets explored um i like that they you know, they the, you know the person who care overly cares versus the person who's trying so hard not to feel, but actually has really strong emotions because Nixley feels the feels, right? But she's trying not to. It's the wrong feels, um, yes.
0: And I and so I hope that comes to play later. That would be cool. I like that also from the from the perspective that it's a battle of not a battle, but but um yeah of of empathy versus just a battle of you know brawn um it's not just Absolutely. about physical strength it's about emotional um wherewithal and and i also i've got to think that that this connection that they now have where where kara can feel um nixley's emotions um that's got to you know she can feel her anger um, mm-hmm. I imagine she'll be able to feel her fear or her, um, you know, a, a, any other kinds of emotions. And I wonder if that's going to, that's got to come in handy at some point in, in finding Nixley, right. If she's about to find another, uh, I almost said another Horcrux, if she's about to find another totem, like, Oh, she's feeling this emotion. That must mean she wouldn't be this, you know, excited unless she mm-hmm. was here or, you know, whatever. She must, we wouldn't have this kind of fear unless she was here. Um, right. I wonder if that's going to come in handy in in locating her yeah from from a like the team finding her and and sort of like sort of like that's good
1: because they're having a hard time tracking her exactly really yeah this could be how
0: they track her kind of like nixley was able to to track Mixie anytime he used match his his fifth dimensional magic um precisely robin yeah yes yes Mm -hmm. so yeah uh interested to see how that plays out and how these next few episodes you know so there's nothing really, there's nothing else on the social justice or the unbiased journalism front. Um Those themes weren't really uh, addressed this episode. I feel like no. this totems thing is, um they've found sort of a storyline that we're probably going to ride to the end of the season, or at least for most of the rest of the season. Like it's going to, you know. We only have seven episodes left. And there's how many totems left? Four? So um, yeah. So, like you know, that'll probably take us most of the way there. Assuming there's like one totem per episode, um, it, it it's it's um it's a mechanism to 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 get us there. It felt like the beginning of the season. They were because of COVID stuff, because of Melissa coming back from um, uh, parental leave, and um, all these different factors. I think that there was a little bit of aimlessness and a little bit of, sort of meandering and wandering um you know let's do the the phantom zone stuff so melissa can shoot separately from the rest of the cast and th- that sort of stuff um and it feels like they've found okay this is the story that we're now telling for the rest of the mm-hmm. for the rest of the season um oh, that actually so that
1: reminded me so i wanted to say so the totems uh, could if they go in this direction could be an extremely clever Way to do a clip show and a wrap of the season because if each totem makes her think back to a different era that she lived up until this moment. So, like, the first totem gives us the pilot. Yeah, sure. And then the second one gives us maybe her battle with Alex in the Exosuit mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. something with Metallo or something with Kevin Corbin or, you know, like, whatever, or Terry Hatcher or, you know, I can't remember her character's name. But, you know, like, it just keeps going up the the mark from that.
0: That would be super cool. That would be really cool. That would be a very cool way to revisit some of those. Because I, I love that. I love the way that they... I love when they revisit moments from from the show's continuity, and those moments still have um, impact. Weight, yeah, significance. Weight, significance, yeah. impact today. Um, so I love seeing that, and I would be, yeah, I'd be very happy. I'd be very, very happy if they did, uh, if they did something like that, and and sort of she she revisits different moments in the show, and maybe a time that she lacked courage was was you know this week, and a time that she. Um, you know lacked compassion or whatever um i don't remember what all the totems are but um yeah i would like to see that and and that that could be very interesting actually that could be a very very cool way to wrap things up because because otherwise if they don't go that route it sort of feels like it it feels like nixley is not the big the biggest bad she's ever faced um and it would if they don't do something like that that has resonance you know, throughout the history of the show and, and reaches back like that, it, it will almost make you wonder, why are we ending on this note? But if they do it that way yeah. or something like that, then it will have more—it will feel like a, a fitting end.
1: I, agree. I think that Nixley has the potential to do the most damage. You know, like, obviously, she can do almost whatever she wants. So, you know, so there is, like, she can cause— Lots and lots of damage if she really wants to, um, but the personal stakes won't seem as high unless we do. Kind of like I said, follow go backwards and and see how it all connects to her past and you know making her a better hero for the future potentially in the thirtieth century, thirty first century. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Yes. Um, right. So anyway, uh, it was a I. It was a solid episode, and then I I liked that it it had almost a singular focus. Instead of trying to cover a lot of different topics, they went directly for, okay, courage, totem, boom, let's do this. Um, And so, I don't know. It's just all good. I actually... There's been a lot... Have you noticed that there's a lot of Supergirl recently, but not a lot
0: of Kara? Yes. Yeah, she's, like, always in costume. Always in costume.
1: And I get that it's Supergirl, but, like... I the I think the really the heart of the show as we've talked about a, a lot is Alex and Kara and so by not Supergirl and Sentinel mm. so I I think that I or Supergirl and the team of the Super Friends so I think that like we really need some like really solid Kara stuff to feel like oh yeah this is the good stuff this is what I, you know like this is this is what
0: makes it all worth it so yep. Totally. Yeah. And by so, the way, there's six more gauntlets for her to go through. So six, six more, oh, six wow. more gauntlets so, in seven episodes. It's, so
1: it's basically a gauntlet episode plus the finale. I, that's, I think, yeah. I think
0: that's probably what we're looking at. Yeah. So, all right,
1: well then let's tell people where they can find us and then yeah. do the trailer. And talk, talk about the trailer. We'll talk about another
0: one. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Uh, well, thanks for listening. If you're not going to stick around for the trailer, then uh, thank you for listening. We will uh, be back next week to talk about uh, episode 14 Magical thinking. Uh, but until then, you can find us at supergirltvtalk.com. Mail at supergirltvtalk if you want to um, write to us or at TV Supergirl on Twitter. Um, you can uh, rate and review us uh, anywhere that podcasts can be found, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, um, any podcast directory. Supergirltvtalk is there. So are all the other shows at the Thought Bubble Audio Network at dot com, uh, and you can support us uh, with uh, as little as a dollar a month um, at Patreon.com/slash Thought Bubble Audio, and that helps us to keep this show and all the other shows going. So um, please, please do that if uh, if if you can. But uh, let's take a quick listen to the trailer for next week's episode, Magical Thinking. Pixley got
1: a hold of another tool, and she used it. It turned people depraved.
0: We'll to out and keep the city safe. All right, that was the audio from the trailer for Magical Thinking, season 6 episode 14 and the uh, description for that episode says Lena must accept her newfound powers in order to help the super friends Lena Lena's uncertain but using her magical abilities to help supergirl retrieve the second totem from Nixley William struggles to write a story on the super friends that makes both the heroes and Andrea happy meanwhile Kelly is thrilled that Esme has found a new home but things go awry and the little girl's future is put in danger episode written by Simon Burnett and written by Karen E. Mazur and Derek Simon well, they're just jumping right into that second totem, aren't they? Um, right at it. But I do like that it is
1: going to be Lena centric because I feel like she's been a little on the wayside this this season. Yeah, um, and so I'm I'm on board for her coming to terms with her own powers and how that will obviously be reflected thematically with the second totem. Um, and you know, and all, how it's all going to come together. We get more, uh, Kelly action, which I think is the standout of this season so far. So I'm on board. And as you wrote, and I agree, Supergirl catching
0: and dodging some bullets. Yeah, I love to see it. Haven't seen something like that in a long time. It looks super cool. My only, I'm like, I hope they're not giving away the uh, the best part of the episode with that. But um, they usually don't. That's true. They they usually they
1: usually don't do that. So I, um, there's a lot of out of context. But most of the. I feel like most of these trailers, CW trailers, are really good about not spoiling the episode. And yeah. they actually really veer you in a direction that you think it's about this thing, but it's actually about something else. That's so, true.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, they, they do they do that. Uh, but it's less about that. It's more of like, I hope that wasn't the coolest effect shot. You know what I mean? More of that sort of thing of like.
1: Yeah. Like, I, th- uh, yeah. But, yeah. But I don't think that it is, but it very well could be. But even if it is the very coolest effect shot, I can't wait to see it. On a bigger screen in higher definition next week.
0: Yeah, like in in context of the episode too. Before we go, yeah. I have a quick quick. Um, th- um, Jessica Queller and Robert Rovner uh, did a an interview with The Wrap, um, where they said oh. Supergirl showrunners promise we'll learn exactly why Kara failed her courage test. Um. Oh, so good. apparently, um, yeah they they said that. You know, the, the whole thing of, of uh, Nixley saying that, you know, the, the totem wants wanted to see their vulnerability and uh, uh, the courage went in, in that kind of courage, not not, you know, uh, an other kind of courage, but, but the courage in, in terms of vulnerability. And Rovner said that that is something Supergirl will have to get to the root of on why she couldn't pass it. The answer lies in that.
1: And I'm going to keep going with what I said earlier, because revealing her identity to the world fusing Kara and Supergirl together into one person for the whole world to see, that's being vulnerable. I am, I that, am, man. Yeah, because, right, exactly. It, because she's she's one and the other. She hurts people by being one, hurts people by being the other, and she can't have it both ways. So true fusion of the two by being truthful, because that's her big thing. Hope and truth and all that stuff. So like... like if she was just honest in that moment, instead of running away, running away, you know, or flying away from the plane, but instead just being out there as Kara Danvers, superhero, or Kara Danvers, Supergirl, that's the car- that's true courage because she's hiding behind her civilian identity, or she's hiding behind Supergirl, but she's not one or the other yet. She's bo- she's always, sure she's always one or the other. She's not both. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that I think that she needs to be both to be complete, and that is how I think this season is going to
0: end. Based on and, this and and then she goes off interview. into space, or never or, to be seen again. Correct, right? right. Um, yeah. Interesting. Well, now that uh, she knows uh, who she is, she's got to go spread hope to the galaxy. Something. something right, something, right. God, well, sorry, you, sorry, you guys know who I am. Complete. The the jig is up, so I'm out of here. <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just going to, a couple more, uh, nuggets here from, from this article, um, saying that, um, uh, Queller says that the love totem in terms of what it will put our characters through, um, will be the most brutal. To achieve saving the love love totem. They all have a particular burden on the characters. One of the exciting things about the season is that in addition (gasps) to defeating our big bad, each episode is thematically tied to the totem that they're going after. So that allows us to explore deeper character things as well. So we're excited that the storytelling gave us that ability. And they also uh, confirmed that um, Alex and Kelly will have some quote unquote big life stuff on the way. We don't want to spoil it. Baby. Baby. Yep, baby. Totally, Totally. absolutely. They're going to adopt.
1: Totally. Totally. Gav's definitely going to get a baby. Absolutely. Or at least a child. Yes. Maybe not a baby. We don't want to spoil
0: it, but their love story deepens and becomes the central focus as the season goes on. So, like, absolutely. Love that. Yep, totally.
1: Going to be parents. Good for them. Also, love episode love that she's going to realize she actually loves monel ooh. and he's got oh something's coming something's going to come with that too I, i'm i'm on board for that brainy and nia and all that it's all gonna be it's
0: gonna be so much love i like it's that going to be great i like that and speaking of nia there is going to be a dream uh dream totem so that's going to be a big one for nia cool yeah well good stuff good episode uh yeah. good article good article yeah you scored that interview and guess what yeah. it's linked in the what? show notes uh, yeah. so, <laughs> show notes <laughs> here we go the show notes the star of, of today's episode that and your daughter so yeah she's hiccuping right now can you do it in the microphone oh nope. you want to yawn instead just she was she me. was reaching for the microphone a few seconds ago so i think you missed your shot there yeah. at least that's what it looked like well um i want to thank thank her for stepping in sitting in being our third chair today uh i want to thank you tim for making the time uh busy as you are uh it was great to to have you back and and uh great to be back absolutely here
1: and turns out i can be a father and have a podcast who knew you can't have it all huh
0: Uh, yeah it's just
1: everything i've always wanted yeah (laughs) being a parent and being a podcaster that's it nothing
0: else didn't need anything else in my life you've achieved everything now yes i
1: have yep well might as well (laughs) Give away all my possessions. Okay. Yep, I've achieved.
0: I've achieved everything. All right. Well, Just uh, I need those to pay for your education. There you go. Yeah. Well, uh, while you do that, uh, I'm gonna bid everyone farewell. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week, and until then, up, up, and away.